This is Robert from Twin Peaks, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Got a light. I was just uh, walking through the neighborhood, and I noticed that they are shooting a movie at um, a at a local local video store, and they're shooting. Uh, you know, you got the trucks out there. All the all the stuff that you need for making a movie, the grip trucks, catering, all that razzmatazz. And I started thinking, if I just walked in there right now and pretended that I was sent from some, you know, PA company, and I just start helping out, uh, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, Joe sent me. I'm I'm here to help you guys with the film. Uh, what do you need? What do you need help moving or whatnot? You know, what do you need help with? And then, so I so I imagine like like a character like that who just goes around to places where he sees that movies are being shot, and just starts offering his help. And you know, no one knows who he is. No one knows that he actually doesn't work there and that he's not hired. He just wants to learn what's going on behind the scenes. He wants to get a foot in the door. And through this, he ends up getting hired and, and um, you know, considered a, a really good person to have on set. And so I thought that would be kind of cool. You see this whole movie where the guy just moves up through the ranks until he eventually becomes a producer. Kind of like if you've ever seen Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio. That is a brilliant movie. That is a brilliant movie. It's so brilliant, I gotta say, it's a brilliant movie. You know that you know that a movie is brilliant when you say brilliant. That's you know. That's when you know. That's when you know. So, yeah. There 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 uh, there you go. Riff.
Polly Shores on the penny whistle. ladies and gentlemen in the history or on the history of earth will you hear this special morsel presented by Polly Shores other than here right now at this moment in time Discovery Ventura in Ventura in the town of Ventura in Ventura County in the heart of California in the southeast side northwest corner of Southern California natural. Polly Shores is the only child I know who was born with a saxophone in his hand. His mother went through a very pain... It was. It might have been painful. It might not have been painful. Um, added to the fact, since we were conjoined twins at birth... The academy was not built to give birth to um, a newborn holding no. a saxophone in its hand. Right. So let's say some uh, biological and physiological alterations had to happen for mm. Polly Shores to enter this planet. This is very true. Which leads credence to uh, the, the, uh, the idea that his mother might have been uh, inseminated by uh, extraterrestrials. I mean, it's not out of the question. It happened to Mary. So uh, added to that, yes, many people have asked, and yes, the answer is uh, Polly and I were at once conjoined twins. Uh, so that was the other extra strange thing, the saxophone. And oh, now it's not just twins, it's conjoined twins. So, had, um, I, I believe you had a uh, microphone in your hand. I did have a microphone in my hand. I did. It was a Mr. Microphone. They, I was announcing my birth before I came out of the canal. <laughs> and you insta-chatted it? I did insta-chat it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another exciting episode of Inspirato Projecto. Listen, I don't have much time, but... Do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you can put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me, Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. I had an idea for um, something in a movie where basically, because so, so right now basically, no. 
I was saying something to David Bowie, and he's way over on the other side of the stage, and he's got his, he's got his what they call in ears. So it's like it's like it's like having there he is right now, of course, uh, and he, it's like having earplugs in his ears. And I said something to him, and he goes, "I could tell you're talking to me, but I can't hear a sing, single thing. I can't hear you." And I, I just started laughing. I was thinking, oh my gosh, that's so interesting that those realities simultaneously existed and did not exist at the same time. They did not exist to him. You know, what I had to say did not exist to him. Like, he acknowledged its existence, but he didn't hear what his existence was. But then, to me, I was saying something that... Good. Um, so I thought it'd be great in a movie. But anyway, we'll talk later. So the thing I wanted to say was that uh, imagine a movie where you see you see that perspective. You see the guy going, saying this important thing, and then the guy going, "I can't hear you," and then and then it basically it starts over from from the other guy's perspective who has the headphones in his ears. And you see the mouth just moving, so you don't understand what he's saying. Or actually, maybe that's the first one. And then, and then we do the we see it again from another perspective. It'd be awesome if the whole movie was like that. So we are, are always seeing every other person's perspective of what they think the person's saying, but the person, but but then we but then we actually find out what the what that person is actually saying. So we get a chance to see what each other's perspective is about. Today is the twentieth, September twentieth. And we're out at Palm Springs. Last night was the last night of the, the Kapawa Intergalactic Film Festival. And I was just suddenly struck with, okay, so I've had the one idea. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. I was struck with the one idea for um, the, that one video game movie about the guy who tries to win back the heart of his girlfriend um, at the video game contest. Now, what I'm thinking is, is sort of an unofficial prequel um, about these people m- putting together a an ar- a bar arcade arcade bar and just the you know the fun stuff that they do and all that jazz. So it'd be really interesting where it's like this unintended sequel, and you get to see all the life that's going on in there with the arcade bar, and then uh, and then all of a sudden later on you end up having the movie where. Um, for that video, for that that game, or for the movie with the vi- kid who plays at the video game, um, you know, um, uh, tournament or what have you, <laughs> and he uh, ends up playing at that place that those people have set up. So they could be completely different related movies, and I think that would be that would be a lot of fun. I think that could be really, really, really cool. So I just got to. There's an idea. Whoa, this idea came to me, something called ghost pill. And when you take the pill, you can actually become a ghost for a certain length of time. So it's kind of like invisibility. Um, it's kind of like invisibility, kind of like astral projection, kind of like death. Rolled into one may not know the specific mechanics behind it yet. However, the good news is that, let's say you... um, 
let's say you want to travel fast from one place to another. You know, people could take ghost pills if they want to go exploring. So they they plan it out, you know, and they maybe they lock up the door, they they make sure that they're you know, and and you go to the bathroom before they, they you know, lay down in their bed. They take the ghost pill and then whoop, out goes their <coughs> out goes their their ghost, ghostliness. And maybe people get addicted to that in a sense, where they start taking more and more and more. Um, but the more that they're taking it, it, it lasts le- for less of a time, and then so that way they have to take it to get, take another one. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. The ghost pill. There could be lots of interesting things that, that go along with that. So let's say, for instance, someone plans on being sort of dead, so to speak, for a certain amount of time. Um, what if someone comes in, they're knocking on the door, you know, Harold, Harold, they're in from, they're a friend from out of town, they show up unexpectedly, and then they think, oh my God, what's going on, you know, is, is this other per, you know, is this person dead? They go in there, they find him, in a sense, dead, but they don't know how long that ghost pill or those ghost pills will last. They don't even know if they even took any ghost pills, let alone even, let alone even knowing whether that thing even exists or not. And they take the ghost pill, they, they disappear. But then what happens if there's a funeral and... They're lying there in their cat. They're lying there in a casket in front of everyone, and then the ghost pill wears off. And all of a sudden, they go and they come out of there, come out of it. So maybe it's a way to ease people into the idea of death. I don't know. Do they go through the death process? I don't know. These are all questions. These are all possibilities that could be answered. What if they die while they're a ghost? Well, do they stay a ghost? Do they return to the body always? Can they go into another body? Um, what happens when they see another ghost? Can they, can a ghost? Can one ghost see another ghost? You know, there's this there's this idea that the, the ghosts are living on this particular plane. Well, who's to say those ghosts are even living on the same plane? Maybe it's kind of like the opacity. You just become less opaque. Maybe being a ghost is just you just becoming less and less opaque. So you have different degrees of opaqueness, a.k.a. different levels, different layers. One is not better than the other. Maybe they're not even necessarily stacked. Wow. So many possibilities, right? Ghost pill. Think about it. This crazy idea popped into my brain. Ear drawer. I thought I heard someone, and uh, I'm sure they were saying you're a drawer. Um, and it, the way that it came out to me was uh, ear drawer. So I think that'd be kind of funny. Ear drawer. So Paulie said something about like this idea of like someone getting their head chopped off, and then you pour salt on their neck. And I thought, oh my god, that's like a really horrible death because first of all, you got your head chopped off, you feel the pain of that. And then, and then you get this really terrible salt on there. Why not add some lemon oil while you're at it, or lime 
And then he goes, oh, it's like a call me a necktie. Where they chop your neck, or they chop your neck and they pull out your tongue. And I said, oh no. What if then that, that tongue, all of a sudden they feed it with like the hottest salsa you could ever imagine? Oh God, I can't believe this. This is why I'm a good guy, okay? This is why I'm a good guy. This is why I'm a good guy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could even write a screenplay about that kind of thing. You know, uh, uh, I wouldn't want to see it in a movie. Am I being too loud? It's one fifty-three a.m. I should probably be sleeping. Anyway, uh, uh, Triborough Bridge. Now, I, I was imagining that phrase in Golden Boy. Let's drive over the Triborough Bridge as. Let's. Let's drive over it into the next town. You know, like, okay, let's drive over the Triborough Bridge, get the hell out of here. It can also be interpreted as, let's drive over the Triborough Bridge. Let's commit suicide. Oh, wow. So it's interesting because they have these two kind of... Un- you know, what, what actually ends up happening? Well, that's kind of the, you don't know. kind of ends with, with, with him coming to Revelations. You know, like Joe Bonaparte starts coming to Revelations. And then... Lorraine, I think is her name. Um, you know, they're just like in a flurry because he's supposed to fight that night. And he skips out. He's like, let's get out of here. It's kind of like in uh, Pulp Fiction when Bruce Willis's character just, just doesn't go in on a fight. Now, in Pulp Fiction, is it, what's the setting? That's Los Angeles, right? Do they? You know, I want to see that again do, because do, they shoot a lot in Los Angeles. Do, do they ever? I thought they end up in Palm Springs at one point. That'd be interesting. And wouldn't it be crazy? Is or is it... that a different Tarantino movie? Oh, wait. Was that Dusk Till Dawn, maybe? Never saw that one. I heard that was a good one, too. I, you know what I really need to do is I need to watch more of Quentin. Like, for instance, Reservoir Dogs. Does that take place in Los Angeles? If so, I think I need to watch that. Also, especially yeah. now, living here. Um... So it was shortly after after Golden Boy that I got into West Side Story the first time. West Side I, Story, dude. So I didn't I even really want to be in I there. I love the music. For that, for and then all of a sudden, I, I ended up finding through the grapevine. They're like, look, if, if not enough so of you, us audition for this. Actually, did you actually sing those songs on stage? Baby so John doesn't sing, but I, I was as a, just as, in trance. As the cast, with the, right? Did you sing kid? with the cast or whatever? I would sing like, oh yeah, cool, cool. Cool song, I think it was only one guy singing. But we, you know, we did the ensemble board. Like, well, like, you heard you, Ber- you got to hear Bernstein. Have you ever uh, performed West Side Story? It's too hard. Oh, really? If you want to play the pit orchestra, I could probably play the fourth reed part, which is like bass clarinet and barry sax. But then sometimes they put bassoon in those parts, mm. too. I don't play double reeds, so I can't play the first book either because it's E-flat clarinet, regular clarinet, piccolo, flute, alto sax I could do. That would be easy. To notice, to notice the uh, showman back there is just kind of a stare at his head. Yes, that has been noticed Yeah, in it, my framework some... of consciousness. Right. Yeah. Huh? What? Oh. No, not you. Oh. He's asking Willie. Oh, it sounded like it was... Oh, let's close the door all the way so the smoke doesn't get in there. So, 
<coughs> so, it's so strange. We're all sitting wow. up here. So little, so uh, yeah. young Johnny or little Johnny? Oh, so baby John. Baby John. That was the first time. And then baby John. What character was he? Well, he he's like the he's kind of the youngest of the Jets. And there's a, a pivotal scene where, um, not Maria, um, her sister, comes into this like drugstore. And no one else is around. I guess it's just the Jets. And they end up finding her. And the whole idea is that they rape her. But, you know, we played it on stage. Like, it was this playful thing. And they're, like, and they're like pushing sure. Baby John against her. And they're yeah. flipping him around. They're all hanging out. And so, uh, I can't believe I'm drawing up, like, Maria. And, and then after that, oh, and this is the crazy thing. It's like, we had football players. Oh, so pretty. I feel pretty and pretty and white. God, they, they had so many good songs in there. After being in two productions, so the second production was in. Oh, God, you're a pipe and put Oh, yeah. I used to be in America. Okay, by me in America. In America. Wow, dude. Yeah, it was crazy. And then, you ugly island. Island of tropic disaster. Always the population growing. There was a. Okay, what are some of the. What are the same uh, similar phrases? Always the population growing. And the money owing. And the bullets flying. And the babies crying. I love the island Manhattan. We know you do. Uh, smoke on your pipe and put it down. Don't do it, 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 don't Okay, here we go. Yeah. Is this boy, boy, crazy boy? Oh no, here she is. This is great. Oh, and the money always. And the sunlight streaming. And the native steaming. I like the island Manhattan. I know you know. Smoke on your pipe. And good legend. I like to be in America. Okay, by me in America. Everything free in America. For a smoke in America. Be in America. Buying a credit is so nice. 
song America from West Side Story. I mean, this is phenomenal. Oof. E-flat clarinet, I bet. Piccolo. We're going to talk more about this later. A staging area. What do you mean a staging area? To be like if this room that we're in right now is a staging area. Right. They're just trying to make us comfortable for when the aliens oh, take dude. us and start doing experiments. I see what you mean. Like I see what you they're mean. They're lulling us to sleep with these comfortable beds. Oh, yeah. Showers. Oh, and, yeah. And, <coughs> and controllable climate. Yeah. And then when we're in our most vulnerable, deep our REM sleep, they oh they start probing our anus. Oh, that's true. <laughs> they start probing our anus. It was so funny, man. Like I'm still blown away. You you open up the book, and the very first page you open up to is Pelican Hills Resort. It's the first page the, in the book, which was it's like oh, the first it it's the first page. Like turn it. That's it. I think. Oh no, no, that's not it. That's it. No, that that's it. There it is. A place yeah. like no other. The resort at Pelican Hill. That was the place. That I we remember just hanging out at. like right there, dude. So, uh, so um, that was the first page, and then I decided. And this book is Palm Springs Life, the annual desert desert living edition. Now this is a hardcover thing, and you flip through this, it's kind of like a catalog, and it shows you all kinds of different stuff in here, emeralds, whatnot. So I, I thought, okay, I'm going to do the same thing that Polly did. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up this, uh, this book. I open up, and let's just see what page we land on. So I end up landing on the Matrix, Matrix Essentials, which is funny because that's, that's what this whole thing is. Like, we're just we're in, this, in this crazy Matrix. Then I told Polly, okay, open up the next page. So we're kind of exquisite, cor- this is kind of an, a version of exquisite corpsing. Well, in addition to finding all the commonalities of the of the synchronicities, so the first page that you opened up to, it had Indian Wells on it, and it had um, it had a bit of dialogue about Marriott Hotel, so, which is cool because lately we did, we we actually played the HR, um, uh, re- HR, kind of like it was kind of a networking event for all these people all over the place. And uh, that was for at Marriott. Also on that page, it said Indian Wells. Well, um, I've been talking. Oh, I've been talking with people about um, like the Native Americans and just how how much they you know they track and they live off the land and just that that closeness to nature that they have. And then Wells was on there, which reminded me of Orson Wells because I've been talking a lot about Orson Wells um, to people. Man, I'd like to. I'd like to figure out what page that is because who knows what kind of in, uh, extra things are added into that symbolic um, find um, so okay so 
since you opened it up to the next page, I guess I'll open it up to the next page. Let's just see how this relates to anything we talked about today. I don't care how insignificant or whatnot, but I can say it's probably going to gonna be fun if it, it just relates directly to something I had an epiphany about later, or earlier, but which will be later in the future. Here we go. Tony Shores is going to discover his life's newest passion, his greatest passion in life. He's going to be pursuing whatever this page opened up to for the next 25, 40 years of his life. He's dedicating his life to this very thing that he's reading about right now. The river at Rancho Mirage. Okay, so it's so funny. Okay, so the Matrix. Okay, we just talked about this. Mirage. What's a mirage? It's like this, this, this hologram. Well, the first thing it says here, a trifecta of dining, shopping, and entertainment. This bustling outdoor center twists around a charming man-made river, enjoy seasonal performances at the outdoor amphitheater, and visit the Renova Ice Rink, uh, 21st, January 14th. So, I was, t- I was telling that, that guy um, in there that we, Yachtly Group tries to bring him uh, like an amphitheater experience wherever, wherever we go. Yes. Now, in addition to that trifecta, I use that word a lot because I made a block called the Terrific Trifecta, which was at Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival, and I don't really hear that word used too often. And it's something that's very, very significant. Let's see what else we could find. Let's see if there's anything else here. Sometimes you just don't know. The Terrific Trifecta. All right, so here, now now you have to pick the next one. You have to pick the next page. Should I close it, or do you want to yeah, just... close it. All right. Here, I'll film you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think it's telling me where I need to direct my life. Restaurants. That's where we're going for brunch tomorrow. What? I'll bet. I'll bet. Are you serious? I'll bet. One of these places. That would be astounding. One of these places we ate at tonight. What was the name of that place? Um. Cafe Serrano? No. Um. It was a great Mexican restaurant. There was. There was. Are there any words that you're reading that are Blue like California Bistro, uh, the Grand Palms Buffet, the Oasis Buffet? to the casino the Morongo Casino Resort and Spa oh wait has anyone we know gone to the casino I don't know Uh, doesn't Dave like casinos this is very true it's very true he could have been hanging out at the casino it's a nice place it looks like 
If there are art studios, I'd probably be over there. It's like fun. See, people look happy there too. I mean, look at the people in this picture. They look so happy down here. Oh, those little people. Yeah, zoom in on oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to zoom See in on these people. See how happy they look at the Morongo Casino? They do look so happy over there. They're winning a lot of money, aren't they? Mm-hmm. At least like six grand. That's incredible. Are you a gambling man? Only when it comes to life, Stoney. Making music? Mm-hmm. Do you gamble? You know, I realize the best kind of gamble we can make is gambling on ourselves and gambling on our, you know, really believing in ourselves, believing in ourselves, and uh, that's the best gamble ever. The Angels. We go see an Angels game. Oh, except we have to go to Laguna Beach tomorrow. Laguna Seca. No, where are we going? Laguna Miguel. Laguna Nigel. Laguna Nigel. Nigel. Laguna Nigel. Hi, I'm Laguna Nigel. Any word on when we're meeting tomorrow? Set mm. alarm for 10. At what time? Alexa, set alarm for 10 a.m. <laughs> it's not Alexa. She was trying out. It was like her first time going out for an audition. It was so cute. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Terms and conditions. Yeah, I didn't get to see the whole thing. I, I wish I would have seen the whole thing. The lady, like, she decided that uh, it was great because she and her friends put this movie together. And you know, you always hear this myth that entertainment is for the young people. Yeah. And there's yeah. just this weird thing of like, oh, I'm too old to act. Oh yeah, you're such an old woman. You're 30 years old. You're much <laughs> too old to act. You're going downhill. Yeah. Sorry, all the roles are taken up. <laughs> yeah. Oversaturated, sorry. No yeah. no more shops closed. No more yeah. no more roles for you. And yet here's this lady who's just I'm gonna make my own movie, you know, and there it is. And and then and the movie was actually about her going in an audition for the for this part and they go, Well, you do know the role is for a forty year old, right? And she's like she's like, Well, you need to see me act, you know, and she's she's like acting for these people and in the But it's funny she gave the one the one lady it was like the director that was, you know, they were waiting for her to do her little, her little piece or whatever. They're, you know, giving her attitude, like looking yeah. at her because they know obviously she's way older than with the part. And, I, and when she said, she said something like, "Well, you're not, you're not going to be in Playboy anytime <coughs> soon, are you?" Or something. Right, you know, right. She was kind of throwing it back at him. <laughs> yeah, and not exactly Mr. Universe yourself. <laughs> Good. So it was great, you know, to have to hear that side of the story. You know, the producer of that and. Um, and just all the all the people who are so excited about putting together their movies, and I met a guy who, it's it's I mean it's taken him like eight years, and he still feels that it's not totally finished. But he he said, oh yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was paying the actors, I was paying my crew people, but there would still be flakes. They would still not show up. That's and, horrible. And he said that he had a series of like um, I don't know some kind of back surgeries or something. And, and there he was, he was still pulling through and still shooting his movie. Uh, he said, there I was on my crutches and I'm recording a scene and there are only three of us on set because everyone else just flaked out on me. And I thought, whoa, you know, it's so interesting to hear these various stories. And like those, the, the, um, the guys who put together this one animation called Dog House Calls, it was black and white, it was hand drawn. They hand drew it and they scanned each page wow. over the course of 10 years. And, and one guy worked for Works 
works currently for Simpsons, and the other guy worked for like Hanna Barbera and wow. um, uh, That's cool. Warner Brothers, like back in the day. And they became friends through the years, and they That's thought, awesome. well, let's make our own thing. And uh, so that felt so good to give those guys an award. And that was their first time, first festival, first time seeing it up on a screen. Yeah, that's crazy. None of them have even seen it on screen, on a big screen like that. It's, that's, I get such a joy out of that type of stuff, because they're, they're so grateful. Yeah. You know, much more so than the people are like, you know, I knew I'd win this award, because it's already won 71 awards at all these festivals, and it's like... Cool. Like, <laughs> that's good. You know, that's awesome, and I, you know, like... I, I applaud you, you know, for, <laughs> for sending it in here. Um, some of the filmmakers were surprised that they didn't get awards because they got awards in all these other film festivals. You know, I like, it's funny, I sent out, through Film Freeway, you got to send out, like, you, you could pick, basically. Like, okay, I'm going to send an email, but it's only going to go to those people who sent uh -huh. animations. Or I'm going to send an email, only going to go to these people. Or you could send it, an email to those who were selected everyone that you had selected like okay you're gonna be in the festival so, so um, what a lot of people don't realize is that it's it's a mass emailing there's no way I could go through each and every single person yeah but it does personalize it for him hey Joe oh yeah. here's this thing you know all that stuff so in the email I tr I try to say yes this is a mass email hi Joe yes first <laughs> of all yes this is a mass email we're, we're here's the link to all of the um, nominees. Here, here's a link for all the nominees um, for the film festival. And if you know, and if you weren't nominated, uh, don't feel bad. You, you, you were accepted into this film festival out of several hundreds of things that we had to mm -hmm. look through. You, you, you were selected to play on the screen, so that's pretty cool. I ended up getting some email back from some guy going, but I, I don't see my name on the nominees list. Oh. I said, oh, you know. Uh, I sorry if I didn't clear it up, but it, you know this is just like a mass email, and um, and so I sent the link to everyone who's selected. Um, but there were there will only be we can only have enough room for a certain amount of nominees, you know. And uh, otherwise, it'd be ridiculous if you had like fifty nominees for the thing. You know, yes. usually it's like maybe three or four, but we we at least because that's a big deal when filmmakers have are able to have that laurel. Bam! Yes. You know, a nominee yeah. at this film festival. Even if they're just selected, yes. that's something that's like a state. That is something. So that's that's really right there is a big deal. So I think the guy was surprised because I looked at him. Because so I looked in the in the in the mail, and I'm like, oh, oh, no wonder he couldn't understand why he wasn't nominated because he's gotten yeah. awards at all these other film festivals. So that was quite a surprise for that guy. Uh, so it's interesting when you it's see funny. kind of the different vibes, you know, of how yeah. they approach these things. There are some people who flew in. There are these guys. There's like seven of them. They came in from Seattle. And wow. they've never been to a film festival. Were and the I, people, weren't they, they from never Sweden or something? Where were those three people? There was like oh, Germany. two guys. Germany. Germany. They came they all the way from so Germany. They were so cute, their little accents. Oh, yeah. They were so happy. Well, and did there's they... another guy from the UK who came out. Wow. Oh, did man. they enter a film? Or why were they here? Yeah, we we played one of their films at the festival, and then oh they flew out to gosh. see it. It was just the coolest thing because, you know, there are local people who don't don't show up to the festival because they're they've already. I don't want to see my movie again. It's already won so many awards, and I don't care anymore. They don't want to get. It's so it's very I funny. I would want to sit in the back when my film was being shown, 
but people don't know who I am or that, that that's mine. And just to get the the re reactions and comments. Well, know. Kurt and I, and I forgot who else we went with. This was like years ago. I came out to visit you, and they were giving out free tickets to, like, it was like the first screening to, like, a new movie that was going to be coming out, but it hadn't come out in the theaters yet. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? Oh, Juliette Lewis was oh. in it, and she ended up being there. Was it old school? I think so. I think it was old school. But it was before it was, like, really out there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Julia Lewis Julia, showed up. Yeah, she ended up, someone saw her in the bathroom. or I forgot who was. Oh, that's a great movie. I don't know. I saw Tina Fey there, too, I think. I thought I saw her standing out there. Oh, that's a, that's a great movie. But, yeah, she was just kind of in the back, you know, quiet, just watching yeah. it. And... It's So, it is fun, like, when you... When these people are, you know, during the Q and A's, it's fun going down the rabbit hole and asking them questions about their films and finding out what inspired them and how they get the people together and how they do the soundtrack. Yeah. And um, I try not. I, I I sometimes ask some of the same questions. A lot of times I like to take a question that I just asked one person and then I'll go ahead and apply it to the next person. Um, yeah, I think you did good. I I don't feel like it was the same. Like it was something different with all of them, and one person probably wants more time. Yeah, some people didn't really want to talk. Like there's one right. guy's like, uh, I don't really have much. You know, like you tell he was kind of like didn't want to talk at yeah, all. Yeah, you don't want to make them uncomfortable. They might not be good in front. Yeah, of people they're great behind the camera. Yeah, so some would be like, well, he could explain it to you better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was funny because that was the biggest Q and A. That one that minus <laughs> block where there was like. 12 or 13 Yeah, like the whole there. stage was oh, pretty gee. much filled. Just a really? whole line of, yeah. It was very it was surprising. Because cool. especially when they're telling me wrap, you know, wrap up the q and in 10 minutes. Yeah. And rush for time. Yeah. yeah. And I'm the guy who could go spend a half an hour. Hey, hey. Guys. Hey, hey. I'm the guy who could spend a half an hour on a few days. Yeah. Yeah, you still, all, you still had all these people. You had to <laughs> ask questions. Honey, are you taking anything for your cold? Yeah, actually, I'm glad you asked me. That's exactly what I'm going to do right now. Okay, good. Um, so I found... Um, I can't believe he's still standing there with his Christmas... So what Christmas happened to the little... Um, his Christmas decorations. What, honey? Did I leave that medicine up here? There was, like, I put, two sort of... Yeah, I put two meds up, just up here. Two rectangle right things. So Oliver wouldn't get into it? Those were the years where he'd come and meet me for lunch, and because uh, we both worked downtown. Mm -hmm. He worked at the Merchandise Mart, and I, mm -hmm. I worked a few blocks away. He'd meet oh, your lunch cool. I'd rather, yeah, so handsome. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I see yeah. Josh. Oh, yeah. I see him and Josh a lot. Yeah. And uh, he'd come in. <clears> we'd, we'd we'd go out for lunch right around the corner from my work. Cool. When did he move out to Wisconsin? Um, let's see. Was he uh, married to the first lady before he moved out? Oh, there? yeah, Diane. Oh, yeah. 
were married for 14 years. Oh, wow. He married her when, um, as soon as I graduated college. Oh, my gosh. Anyone? How long was he with Aunt Jerry for? It's hard to tell because I don't know. They were married for. So Josh and all his friends decided to get crotch rockets around the same time, huh? Yeah. I think there were eight of them, remember? They'd pull in their driveway. Yeah, they're like a little motorcycle game. Yeah. And you could hear them going through Carroll Street and go as soon as they got to North Avenue. Uh huh. They were like a power, like a rocket. You could hear them all. You could hear them all out there. And how long was your first mo motorcycle ride that you could remember? Oh, how long? Yeah, how long did he take you around on that thing? Oh. I'm looking at. Oh, yeah, motorcycle sound. Yeah. <laughs> a memory from the past. So it wasn't that long that you you went down Gary Avenue or what, what, what street? We went down Gary. North Avenue, past County Farm, and I think we went up Fair Oaks, and cut through somewhere, and then came down through, um... Oh, like by Sunny Acres? Those houses back there by Sunny Acres? Yeah. And then we, then we cut through and came to the back entrance off Coon Road. Those are those are really beautiful areas to drive around in. Yeah, if you're driving the normal out there, yes, you would take me on the joy rides. Was back That's there right. Sunny yes. Oh my God. So glad I didn't know <laughs> that then. That were yeah. Bumpy and curvy and. Can I take you over those train tracks? Did we do a jump? Remember that? There are train tracks that were kind of uh, like a sort of a ramp. I did a couple jumps in that that '88 Dodge Colt. Oh yeah, was that yours? Remember that was your car. Oh, that was mine. And then that was a car that I got when I got oh. my license finally. Oh, and it was great. Was it, it great? It leaked oil. Oh, jeez. No, like tan, like a light brown. No oh. It leaked oil. It was. And I oh. Thought, you know what? Let's let's just see what this thing can do. Oh yeah. So I'd go over train Let's just see what this thing can do. And, you know, oh my god. Take turns fast. Is it because of our joy rides? I You're tried, like, hey, let's see what we can do. Let's I, try I it. I did some donuts with uh, Andrea. Oh, oh my gosh. Gave her a heart attack. She's like, stop, stop, stop. Was it like in the winter? It was an empty. No, I, no, I think it was. It wasn't even in the winter. It was like just like regular. Did you? It was like an empty parking lot. And did I you do that with my car too? No, 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 no. Just this one because I knew, you know, it was a right. crappy car. And, right. You know. And how are you planning on getting another car? How were you planning on getting another car if something happened to that one? I didn't really think about that time. I was 16 and living on the edge. <laughs> oh yeah. my. I mean, yeah, I don't think about it. I figure I'd just run it into the ground and, <laughs> you know. Paying insurance. Yeah, the good news is you didn't run it into a pond, so that that was good. Yeah. I'm trying to get that one out of my head. I still yeah, I never had any stunts like that. Like, oh, good Lord. I'm going to find out he used to cut through that way all the time. Mostly at night. 
Oh, that's nice. We call it the junior so policeman path. Oh. Yeah. So I think we had a bunch of. Uh, Did you have your headlights on or off? Uh, I think it was off. That was part of. So basically, at the, the uh, at the fair, the the at the Carroll Stream Elementary Fair, uh, they would give you these little badges. Yeah. The little and it's a junior policeman. Oh. And so basically. Yes. Thank you. Oh, thank you. My compliments to the chef. It was delicious. <laughs> What? Yeah. Oh, sure. That sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. But they weren't supposed to be real honey. Right. So then that was the thing. Like, if you drove on the path at night without the lights and you made it from one end to the other just fine, you got a junior policeman badge. So then we would just start calling ourselves the junior policeman. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Phil Donlin, me, Sean Dudley. I think we talked Steve Rineker into it. I'm pretty sure Josh did. Had to have. Josh had to have. For some reason, I remember the cops saying, did you not see the sign that says authorized vehicles only? Didn't he realize he's, he's talking to a bunch of teenagers? He says, he says, no officer, I didn't see that. No, I didn't see that. So the cop's over there. It's right here. You should have been like, but I was wearing my seatbelt, sir. Yeah. <laughs> if that counts for anything. Mm. I thought this was an actual then, road we could take. Then he I says, just... I lost my wallet. The cops says, that's the least of my problems. <laughs> that was probably the most excitement those Carol Street cops had had in a while. Yeah, sure. they're probably still still, yeah, still, still talking about it. Thank I'm you. Sure. I think uh, we're good. Well, yeah, we're good. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Not to mention that poor woman. Jenny, doesn't this, does this remind you of like the Lana Del Rey video? Yeah. All I want to do is get high by the beach. Get, and yeah. I wonder if if one of those houses is along that, that thing over there. It probably that would was. be interesting. It looked like it was a Malibu house. I wish I could see some Mom, houses. let us split this with you. Joe, so, do you think you'll take that card? I mean, I'm, try it. I'm gonna try it. Kurt, we're gonna try my card first. Well, I'll just I, I have money. pay for this, and then... Well, no, I need to use this card. Use somewhere. that for something else. Look at Case closed. Case closed. Well, how much? How much is the tax? three thousand dollars? <laughs> That's just the tax. All right, salad. You can buy a used car or pay for the tax. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for the po' boy sandwich idea, Jerry. We should look that up and see where that where that name came from. Po' boy sandwich. I always thought people were saying it wrong. Oh. oh. oh so, Jen, what, what kind of crystals or rings do you got there? Um, that, what's it? Yeah, what's this? that? That's, yeah. a, that's a fake one, but it's cool. kind of like moonstone. Oh, oh, okay. Is that that's onyx or so, what is that other one? The black oval. That's also a fake one. Yeah, what sure, that's it? onyx. Yeah. And then, what's the, what's, what are the others? Uh, they're just... Gold. Do you always put rings? Do you always, do you always put your rings these on the same white, fingers? Oh yeah, tell me more. These white ones were grandma's. Oh great. Yeah. So I like to mix old jewelry and new jewelry. Mom got me these earrings. Those are great. When I went to visit her back Or not, well, when I had my layover and then my flight got canceled in Chicago, so 
ended up working out. We got to see her. Do you always wear day. rings on the same fingers? Mostly, yeah. Sometimes I wear pinky rings too. Pinky rings? Pinky rings. Oh, pinky rings. Oh, pinky rings. <laughs> People really dig this little this little eyeball uh, ring that you gave me. Oh, cool. You didn't show me that. It's like a ring, but it's too oh, tiny for my fingers. That's cool. And so we were like, this is going to be. And then mom pretty. gave me, mom gave me uh, this peace sign. Uh, oh. The ring doesn't fit on his pinky finger. I thought it would. It fits on my prehensile yeah. tail just fine. <laughs> it fits on his toe, his little toe. Not my tiny toe. Like That's why I've been wearing being like barefoot a, toe, a lot a more, so ring. I can show off the ring on my toe. A toe ring, yeah. I got eyes everywhere. Trust me. And then I take out my toe, and you see the eye on it. <laughs> Your hairy toe. <laughs> Trust me, okay? Trust, Let's just trust. agree to disagree here. We well, mostly agree because it's real. They're paper. They're paper. So when you go to throw it in the ocean later, it'll save the planet. <laughs> Best way to save the planet is to well, it's like what they make say. paper stuff. What's funny is that they think like the straws... The straws are really helping the ocean, but it's like, okay, if you stopped eating fish, that would really... That would be, yeah. yeah, that would really help. That would really help save the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would help if nobody threw anything in there ever at all. Well, a lot of it's just people are, they leave their stuff out on the beach, and then it gets washed oh, yeah. into the ocean. Yeah, it would be great if they would just put their stuff up, because that's ridiculous. This is a heck of a place to have a birthday party. You wouldn't eat, huh? So I was just thinking of a certain idea, like if people don't clean up their trash on the beach, then uh, a big hole is dug, and then you just bury those people inside the hole. The people, yeah. Yeah, you bury the people right inside That'd the hole. That'll teach them. So you don't clean up your trash, fine. We'll clean you up, trash. We're not cleaning up your trash. Yeah. Take a picture of Kurt and I am. Yeah. Let us do it. I think it's terrible that people have not getting be gotten better with that. I just see oh, people yeah. just throwing their trash on Is the floor. On the dark? It, it should. I see people throw stuff on the on the sidewalk all the time. Like, oh, you 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 drop you accidentally dropped this, and I go up and I hand it back to him. Good. I couldn't help but notice that you accidentally uh, I let him threw know. this, uh, yeah. this uh, candy wrapper. Accidentally on purpose. You accidentally dropped this. Oh, wait. It looks like this wrapper fell out of your yeah. pocket. Here you go. Yeah. This is for you. Like, for you. I actually saw some guy throw away, like, McDonald's stuff in that big helicopter right out of his window. Oh, my God. Look at that. He just threw it outside of his window? Just, yeah. Just, we're, we're driving down like a residential street or something. That's actually a very quiet helicopter. Yeah. It's huge. It, it's moving like a. Wow. It's, wow. It's insane. I think it's so someone water. just threw their McDonald's bag right out the door, huh? Right out, right out the window. Yeah, I was terrible. Like, I always wait till I get to a gas station. That's how my car's filthy. Then throw it out by. Then throw it out by the gas, gas pump. 
And I'm like, what the heck? Really? That'd be a funny skit, the gas, the, or the, uh, the, the litter police. Yes. It's like they, when they see that, then maybe they have extra trash on them that they yeah. throw back into the car. I think it's terrible. Well, I, was, I was wishing at that time that I was a cop just so that I could give them a ticket yeah. for littering. Yeah. Do they have cops just for that? They should. No. For just littering? So. One would think. I think it's awful. Shopping place. I don't think that's too far from here. We can check out. It's probably out of our league, but we can go look. Guys, fun to look. Well, we can't stop for. Well, Kent could get some sorbet. Not ice cream, but. Sorbet is just fruit. I'll get some sorbet. Sorbet. Do you have some sorbet? I'll, I'll have some sorbet in my orbit. Okay. That'd be good in your orbit. Probably help. In fact, that's what I'm going to invent. Orbit sorbet. And it'll have, like, sparkly things in it. Yeah. What natural sparkly ingredients can I add to a sorbet, Jenny? Um, I think they do make some... Like, so it's like, you know, galactic, you know, so it looks like it's... There probably have to, have to be some kind of sugar, like something they use maybe in cakes or something for decorating. Ah. That's still edible. Could it be within the, the sorbet itself, within it? I think it could probably be like little flakes of it. Imagine yeah, too... edible glitter. I'm imagining too, almost like, like, like gummy bear type stuff. But it's not made out of, you know, horse hoofs. Oh. But like gummy bear type stuff that's in there too that look like little UFOs and. Yeah. Uh, they do make that stuff without gelatin in it. Yeah. Yeah, different little shapes. But they make it out of seaweed? Yeah. Is that, isn't that what, it, what it, you could make like a jello type thing out of seaweed? Probably. I want to call China. Can I use your phone? I have a friend in China. After that, we'll be calling Zimbabwe. Soon after that, I got some friends in Finland that owe me some money. Well, that would be an important one. That would be an important one. Maybe you want to call Hank and Collins. Uh-huh. You don't talk to him, do you? No, but I talk to him in spirit. We don't have physical conversations. Talk to them via, via telegraph. Mm-hmm, via telegraphic uh, molecule structures. And I sent those pictures to myself, but they didn't go through. Oh. Why aren't you accepting the pictures that you're sending to yourself? Why don't you let... Why don't... Why are you blocking that person? A little bit. I mean, I can brighten it up in settings. Somebody tells me your chakras might be blocked because otherwise that message would go through perfectly. Chakras might be blocked? Chakra. Oh, chakra. chakra. Count chakra you love. Chakra you love. Edible chakras. Chocolatey chakras. That sounds like something that would be sold in LA for sure. Chocolatey chakras. Yeah. Align your 
chakras by eating this chocolate. Chakraculate. Chakra. Chakra. Oh, chocolate. Oh, I love that. Chocolate. Maybe they have little stamps or something on them with like different. Ooh. Mmm. Get activated. Get activated. Gobble down these edible chocolate chakras. Chakralot. It would just be a fancy decorated chocolate. Yeah. And it, but it'd be the color of what those chakras are. Yeah. That's good. And maybe that's maybe it would like raspberry or like different colors would be oh. would match the flavor. Would it be like an M M&M and M type of thing or no? Would it be like a you know like the outside is is the like a you know those like almond um, Jordan almonds? Oh yeah. Like that kind of thing perhaps. I feel like Jordan. You found what you were looking for? Jenny found what she I'll was get looking the, for. The settings right <laughs> Jennifer Shendenin has found what she is looking for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On to the next stage of evolution. So we're going through uh, San Monica Promenade here, 3rd Street. So interesting because on the corner is a guy who's uh, spouting um, like evangelic stuff, and right now we got this like young girl jamming, jamming on the violin. kind of talent you see someone so hi everyone my name is carolina Persenko and i'm 10 years old started to play violin four years ago thank you playing for you so much thank you for stopping by and listening i appreciate your support a lot also you can purchase my cd for 15 dollars each thank you wow <laughs> incredible it's great
so good. I hope you can hear this. It's a little boy. He probably looks like he's like eight. They're playing along to um, like a uh, iPad or something. It's a little little boy, little boy on uh, electric guitar, and uh, is that his brother? His teenager brother on uh, drums. You guys sound great, by the way. You sound phenomenal. That's great. That's great. Oh, here we go. I just had to see this. The little guy. That's great. Little guy, little guy. I think the older kid is. Probably 12. Yeah, 12, 13. It's incredible. A little crowd is gathering around these guys. It doesn't take much to be a street musician, you know? You just, you just, you just do it. You just go out and do it. You just add to the madness. Wow. I'm getting so many ideas right now. I'm getting so many ideas. Wow. Like a tiny little drum set. So there's like uh, like one tom, tiny little bass. Uh, oh yeah, two toms, two to like a floor tom, a little tom, a bass, little snare, hi-hat, then a crash cymbal, very minimal. And he's on a stool, little drum set. This is cool, man. This is this is cool. Wow. 